रात्रि विधीहते Was extremely angry and began to lament. Purple. 
Yudhishthira had inquired from Naradakumi why Hiranyakashipu was so envious of his own son Prahlada. Naradakumi began narrating the story by explaining how Hiranyakashipu had become a staunch enemy of Lord Vishnu. So this is a new chapter, so I will read the chapter summary as well. As described in this chapter, after the annihilation of Hiranyaksha, Hiranyaksha's sons and his brother Hiranyakashipu were very much aggrieved. Hiranyakashipu reacted very sinfully by trying to diminish the religious activities of people in general. However, he instructed his nephews about their history just to diminish their aggrievement. When the Supreme Personality of Godhead appeared as the bone and killed Hiranyakashipu's brother Hiranyaksha, Hiranyakashipu was very much aggrieved. In anger, he accused the Supreme Personality of Godhead of being partial to his devotees and derided the Lord's appearance as Varaha to kill his brother. He began to agitate all the demons and Rakshasas and disturb the ritualistic ceremonies of the peaceful sages and other inhabitants of earth. For want of the performance of Ekmiya sacrifice, the demigods began wandering unseen on earth. After finishing the ritualistic funeral ceremonies of his brother, Hiranyakashipu began speaking to his nephews, quoting from the Shastras about the truth of life. To pacify them, he spoke as follows. My dear nephews, for heroes to die before the enemy is glorious. According to their different fruitive activities, living entities come together within this material world and are again separated by the laws of nature. We should always know, however, that the spirit soul, which is different from the body, is eternal, inadjustable, pure, all-pervading and aware of everything. When bound by the material energy, the soul takes birth in higher or lower species of life according to varying association and in this way receives various types of bodies in which to suffer or enjoy one's affliction by the conditions of material existence is the cause of happiness and distress. There are no other causes and one should not be aggrieved upon seeing the superficial actions of karma. Let's see, give a Bhagavatam class. Give a class to their nephews. Hiranyakashipu then related a historical incident concerning a king, Suyagnya, who resided in the country named Ushinara. When the king was killed, his queens, overwhelmed with grief, received instructions which Hiranyakashipu quoted to his nephews. Hiranyakashipu related an account of a Kulinga bird pierced by the arrow of a hunter while lamenting for his wife, who had also been shot by the same hunter. By narrating these stories, Hiranyakashipu pacified his nephews and other relatives and relieved them of lamentation. Thus, having been pacified, Diti and Rushabhanu, Hiranyakashipu's mother, 
and sister in law engaged their minds in spiritual understanding
since the demigods the devotees always strictly follow the supreme lord's orders because of sincerity they are victorious over the demons who know that the supreme lord is vishnu but do not follow his instructions because of constantly remaining remembering the supreme personality of godhead vishnu the demons generally attain sayujya mukti after death the demon hiranyakashipu accused the lord of being partial because the demigods worship him but in fact the lord like the government is not partial at all the government is not partial to any citizen but if a citizen is law abiding he receives abundant opportunities from the state laws to live peacefully and fulfill his real interests the verse is sapatne grahita shudra bhata me dahita sukhra pashni grahena harina samenaapya udhavanai upadha upadhanavai in this verse sapatne so here in the book there is further explanation given for the explanation of sapatne he says both the demons and demigods understand the supreme personality of godhead to be the supreme master but the demigods follow the master whereas the demons defy him thus the demigods and demons are compared to the two co-wives of one husband each wife is the sapatni co-wife of the other and therefore the word sapatni is used here <coughs> now this was in the purport shila prabhupad very clearly explaining that lord is equal he is samoham sarvabhuteshu namedveshasti natriya so lord is saying i am equal to everybody so one may you know generally question if lord is equal to everybody why do i have to become a devotee you know follow all this i will remain as a demon or against to the lord anyway he is equal no naturally that question comes for a normal person so today we will discuss so what is that partiality lord is showing to his devotees and how he is not partial just for the devotees but he is equal to everybody in the shrimad bhagavatam first canto third chapter we see um so after explaining all the incarnations sutta goswami tells etecham sakala punsham krishnasthu bhagavan swayam indrari vyakulam lokam mudhyanti yuge yuge so there in the second part of the verse it mentions that lord appearing indrari vyakulam lokam mudhyanti yuge yuge so he is appearing to diminish the enemies of lord indra so even in that verse although it's a seed verse it feels like lord is siding indra only as if he has taken um, you know fully side of indra and indra is offering everything like a local gunda siding one party he is killing only indra's side so lord is not like a you know local gunda that he is siding the party of demigods and killing all the demons so in that case if he is siding only the demigods 
he will become the gangster killing all the demons but lord is not like that so he is samoham sarvabhuteshu but he in the bhagavad gita lord himself he says you know e bhajantu maam bhaktya so but those who worship me in devotion so i take special care to them so even in the verse it says sapatne so like a husband he takes care if he has two wives you now he takes care of both of them equally so here the demons are asking hiranyakashipu is asking although he is equal impartial but he is now siding so in the previous chapters we have seen that when yudhishthir maharaj asked the question how you know how lord can act like this so narad muni explained anybody come in contact so in any motivation any devotee any person come in contact with the lord so that is purifying so we have seen in the anger who come in contact with the lord <coughs> he gave example of shishupal and dantavakra so they got liberation and with the lusty desires who come in contact with the lord the gopis with friendship the pandavas with devotional service all the devotees narad muni is representing so anybody come in contact with the lord so they are purified in the ishopanishad it is mentioned in the verse 8 mantra 8 it says shuddham apapavit so he is shuddham any person come in contact with lord they are for sure get purification see in any form so that's what we saw in chapter 1 in any form narad muni is telling it doesn't matter any form they come in contact with the lord they get purified and he is apapa with them so here we see when lord appeared lord gives a mission statement in the bhagavad gita so his mission statement is paritranaya sadhuna vinashaya cha dushkutam dharma sanstapana saya sambhavame yuge yuge so even in that statement we see that lord is appearing paritranaya sadhuna to protect his devotees and vinashaya cha dushkutam so to kill the demons but in the when he kills in in general if at all we have to you know favor somebody paritranaya sadhuna lord is favoring somebody so in general we have to if if at all we are doing any favorable activity so that is pious activity if at all we are troubling somebody so like lord is killing the demons it's a trouble so if at all if we are troubling somebody so that is impious activity so for a normal condition jeeva to do any favor or in favor so it is a pious and impious but whereas for the lord it is not at all impious so any activity lord performs is transcendental so any activity and any activity even though it is uh, it appears to be impious it appears to be killing so killing is generally a sinful activity but lord will not carry any sinful activity because he is a pathetic so he is antiseptic activity is there in his actions anybody come in contact with him like a medicine it cures the disease so disease will not contaminate the medicine but the medicine will cure the disease and 
proleptic activity so it will not take anything so lord also will not take any sinful activity and he is partial because so even in general say for example you know prime minister is there now he is he is supposed to be equal to all the citizens so he takes care of all his citizens all his subjects but when it comes to his own people so within his chamber or within his house within his family members he take he gives a special care so we don't say oh why you took special care of your children say for example recently during the covid after the covid scott morris and he went with his children for a trip nobody questions whether they appreciate oh you are giving special attention to your own people your own whereas if you don't give of course if you don't give it may be very liberal person he is you know always in the work mode but when you give special care to your own family nobody questions so lord is also like that because lord says in shrimad bhagavatam bhagavad gita he says devotees are my swajana so he says i live in my devotees heart live devotees live in my heart so that's why he gives special care same like a king although king is protecting all the citizens when it comes to his own prince own family he gives a special care so that's his partiality and why he gives very special care for the devotees because the devotee is living entity in their original position so they are not contaminated with any of the material modes not any of the gunas so they are completely purified and they are engaged in the original position of the living entity what is the original position of the living entity jeevera swarupa hai krishnera nityadas so living entity in its original position is called devotee so whereas demon means in the shrimad bhagavatam we see so demon means one who is against to the instructions of the lord so those who engage in their sense activities they are called the demons in the bhagavad gita 16th chapter also we see the distinction between the divine nature and the demoniac nature so read from the 16th chapter so when lord explaining divine nature he says the supreme personality of god had said fearlessness purification of one's existence cultivation of spiritual knowledge charity self control performance of sacrifice study of the vedas austerity simplicity non violence truthfulness freedom from anger renunciation tranquility aversion to fault finding compassion for all living entities freedom from coldness gentleness modesty steady determination vigor forgiveness fortitude cleanliness and freedom from envy and from the passion of for honor 
these transcendental qualities o son of bharata belong to godly men endowed with divine nature so this is a divine nature whereas the demoniac nature he says pride arrogance conceit anger harshness and ignorance these qualities belong to those of demoniac nature o son of bharata so who will side these kind of people who have those who are of the same nature side these people but the lord is above all these material natures correct so nobody likes nobody likes angry person and nobody likes a pride person and nobody likes arrogant person so even somebody shows anger how long we can show the anger whereas the love you can show life love anger you know it has to end so that's why when we practice devotional service in love because demoniac people whereas the demons they are also thinking about the lord in anger but even though they are thinking about the lord in anger that has to end but whereas a devotee engaged in love the demons will not pray to the lord you know na janam na dana na sundarin kavita amma jagdishita me mama janmani janmaneshwar they don't you know pray to the lord that life after life i want to become a, de- a demon and think of you because anger cannot continue for a long it's like a fire you hold the anger it will burn the person who is holding whereas the love devotion when we hold it no you can happily continue for life after life and when we see even though they are thinking the lord in anger they get saijya mukti in the purport shila prabhupada has written that the demons generally attain saijya mukti after death because they constantly remembering the supreme personality of godhead and saijya mukti is the lowest form of liberation lowest form of liberation because we have different types of liberations saivya sarupya sarishti samipya sarokya so living in the same abode samipya living close to the lord sarishti attaining the same opulence as the lord and becoming associate of the lord and finally merging in to the body of the lord so where the merging even if you see mayavadis and other people they consider liberation as the highest form but even the demons are getting that liberation but when we compare to the devotional service devotional service is an activity of a liberated person in the shrimad bhagavatam it is said that mukti hitva anyata rupam swarupena avasthita so the mukti liberation is devotional service starts after liberation because the devotional service is an activity of a person in its pure constitutional position so it's not a normal person's activity so that's why we may not be a completely liberated person so we should not consider i am doing devotional service i am a liberated person no we are sadhakas 
so we are practicing devotees so when we completely purified of our material consciousness material modes we will be shifted to a pure devotee so that is raganuga and ragatmika and epo ragatmika devotees so that they are completely engaged in pure devotional service and pure devotional service in the nectar devotion we read that so pure devotional service is krishna kashi so it attracts krishna so that's the only way so that is why lord is very much because they are no more a patient in the hospital so whereas the demons they are still a patient so who needs a therapeutic treatment patient needs a therapeutic treatment so demons are like patients so you you know sometimes when we go to hospital surgeon for some patients he gives just medicine for some patients he gives injections for some patients he has to do a surgery for some patients he has to remove the limb so you may not say oh for that patient you just give a pill for this patient you just give a tonic why you are cutting a limb to me but doctor is acting on the benefit of the patient similarly the supreme lord when he acts he acts for the benefit of the devotee and when he is benefiting the devotee he will make sure say for example somebody become a devotee and he is deviated from the path and lord will make sure to purify the devotee and bring him back pulling his head he will make sure he will come back on the track so we see so many examples in shrimad bhagavatam say for example you know lord comes indravi vyakulam urdhyanti yuge yuge he is come, he is coming to protect the indra from various troubles even when indra goes a wrong direction lord himself come to chastise him and lord chastises him so we see in the past time of govardhana so when lord indra became angry at the inhabitants of vrindavan lord chastised him lord showed you know you are just a order supplier you are not the supreme and we saw when lord went to indra loka to pick the kaliyata and lord indra was fighting against the lord so lord again takes a teacher role to chastise and we saw in chaitanya charitamrita when krishna dasa he was in south india tour along with lord chaitanya mahaprabhu so he was allured by batataris he was going with them what did chaitanya mahaprabhu did he manifested himself that all, so many weapons and going and fighting against the batataris because they were about to attack the lord and with those weapons he cut them and they become fearful from them he saved krishna dasa so any activity lord performs so they are 
Arveshuddha Kapapavit. So they are all beneficial for the person on whose behalf of he is acting, although it may be painful sometimes, it is still beneficial for the person. And I'll, I'll tell you a small analogy. You know, one time in a museum, so we all go to a museum. So in one museum, it's, it's made up of all the, uh, the marble stone, so whole museum. There is one nice statue. So all the people are coming to take nice photographs of that statue. One night, the marble floor asked the marble statue, you know, you and me both came together, you and me both from the same hill. I can't understand why all the people who come to the museum, they step on me, whereas they take photographs of you. So they were conversing. So this marble statue told the marble floor, you know, actually when this sculpture started carving a beautiful form, first he picked you. And he was with his knife, he was, you know, sharpening you, he is carving a nice, beautiful statue of you. But, you know, you couldn't bear that and he broke. And then he converted you to a marble floor. And next he picked me. And he started carving. And you know, sometimes he gave me very heavy shots. Sometimes he gave me very light strokes. I, you know, bared those. And I became a beautiful statue. Similarly, in our life, when Lord is purifying us, sometimes he gives heavy strokes. You know, we cannot bear. But when we bear them, we see a beautiful devotee called out of us in our consciousness, in our day-to-day -day activities. And any activity, sometimes we think, oh, I've become devotee, since i become devotee, you know, I lost all my friends, you know, I lost all my wealth, I used to be working day and night job, but now I cannot work, I cannot earn more money, whereas my family and friends, they are earning so much money, what happens to me? And they quote, oh, in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, is one of the name is Hari. So as soon as you become devotee, he will take everything, everything Hari. No, Lord, whatever activity he performs, whatever he does for his devotee, is to purify the devotee. And to purify the devotee means, it's like purifying the patient from his disease. <clears throat> and sometimes we, some people ask, you know, becoming a devotee means you have to take instructions from the Lord. Here we see in the purport also, so demigods are those who avoid by the instructions of the Lord, whereas the demons are those who are against, although they know the supremacy of the Lord. You know, sometimes people ask, you know, why the Lord is not coming in my dream, why he is not giving me personal instructions. You know, but when we see the path chalked by the Lord, so that is, 
he is instructing us as a chaitya guru and he is instructing us in the form of diksha guru and shiksha guru and sometimes when we choosing the instructions also we choose what is convenient for us rather what is beneficial for us say for example when we say you know chant 16 rounds attentively so we don't take the attentive part we take chanting only 16 rounds so then we expect yoga kshema mahami so i am doing devotional service so i need yoga and kshema where is that my insurance but when we see the first two lines of that verse so lord says ananya chintayanto mam ejana paryupasate so he is not just saying you know do you know whenever you get time or whatever time one hand on the steering one hand on the japa so that is not the ananya bhakti so ananya chintayanto mam means you are exclusive devotion so we are taking a separate time just for doing the sadhana just in that time there is nothing else so that is ananyas chintayantama ejana paryupasate so to those devotees it doesn't matter oh i become a practicing devotee i am a devotee does the lord will not take care of me no he is equal but if if we are doing exclusive devotion our thought our acts everything is just for the pleasure of the lord then you see a miracle you see a miracle in each and every person's life see it's like a gulab jamun tasting so i may explain this 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 taste like this very soft but you will know the taste of the gulab jamun when you put it on the mouth similarly we know the taste of devotional service taste of the chanting taste of reading when we dedicate our time exclusively it's not that you know one leg on this side one leg on you know other board it's so shaky position so taking complete complete shelter of shrimad bhagavatam complete shelter of the guru complete shelter of holy name so that is ananya bhakti ananya sthitayantoma yejana paryupasate tesham mithyavyuktamam yoga kshema bahamya and again yoga kshema that's very important to know you many times we think yoga kshema means kshema means protecting the material body if anything happens to the body that is kshema if my uh, bitcoin is going up or lord is looking after me my bitcoin is going down lord is not looking after me or my property value is going up lord is looking after me or property is gone lord is not that is not the kshema is lord talking about yoga kshema vahamyaha means whatever devotion we develop for the lord he will preserve that devotion he will preserve that devotion for life after life not just one our insurance policy what we take it may say oh i will give you if your house got burned i will repay but it will not protect the house our insurance policy 
may pay the money it will not give the health back but whereas large insurance yoga kshema mahamehum whatever devotion swalpam apyasya dharmasya trayatam bhadavayam even a little tinge of devotion we develop for the lord that is protected for life after life yoga kshema mahamehum and what is that yoga is lord talking about the yoga yoga is the connection between the jiva and the supreme lord the connection we develop to the supreme lord that is protected for life after life so that's what we see in so many case studies in shrimad bhagavatam whereas gajendra although he has taken birth of an elephant yogakshemam his devotion what he developed in his previous life is protected and he gave remembrance of the lord even in the animal life he could go back and in the gajendra prayers we see gajendra was praying oh lord please protect me from this immediate danger and also protect me from the repeated birth and death so that's what he prayed and lord did the same thing he protected from that animal life immediately pulled him up and he took him to the vaikuntha also and it is mentioned when he is taking gajendra after protecting he put the gajendra back of the garuda showing that everybody like a you know father takes child on the back of the motorcycle showing everybody he is my child similarly lord protected gajendra and took him on the back of his garuda so showing that those who take complete shelter of me i protect them yoga kshema mahamehi so this is not the partiality of course he is partial and we saw in the when in the case of when he killed so many other demons who is the best example that demon came to kill the lord and he planned to kill all his friends but when lord killed the demon that soul merged in the lord any examples agasura yes agasura agasura when he killed and when he was killed by the lord agasura soul merged in and whereas mayavadis and sunyavadis they don't get this chance those who become enemical and who deride the form of the lord so lord as a person he has feelings he has love he has partiality like a person who is obedient and very nice no gentleman he has partiality to his own family and he is generous to everybody else similarly lord is also and his activities as i said they are shuddham apapavitam so they are purified whatever activity he does is purified and he will not be contaminated and he doesn't get any contamination and we see somebody will say why he is like that because that his quality that's his quality of bhaktavatsala he is always leaning to his devotees and that he will not swerve and he also tells lord also tells that those who become enemy of my devotee they are enemy to me also 
Who is the best example? Kauravas, Duryodhana. He became enemy of the Pandavas, so Lord took them as enemies. And he chastised them. And who else the example? Ambarish Maharaj was cursed by Durvasamuni. So Durvasamuni became inimical to Ambarish Maharaj. So Lord said, you become inimical to my devotee, you offended my devotee. I cannot give protection, go back. So that, that's what we see is Bhaktavasala feature. He is very much inclined to his devotees. So knowing that, so we have to develop that Ananya Bhakti, undeviated, exclusive devotion to the Supreme Lord. Undeviated, exclusive devotion, exclusive in every activity we perform. You may be performing cooking service, you may be performing cleaning service, you may be doing anything else, anything for the glorification of the Lord. So do it 100% that this is not my, for my pleasure, this is for the pleasure of the Lord. So Lord also thinks, as we are thinking for the pleasure of the Lord and He is making sure everything done for our benefit. So that is Lord's partiality. I'll stop here. If you have any questions or comments or corrections, Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you for the nice class. You said that uh, anyone who uh, who has a who thinks about Krishna and whatever power. Lord Krishna has a special attraction for them. So we see how the demons they are always thinking of Lord Krishna in an unfavorable way. And the demons they are taking in a favorable way. So the mind of Lord Krishna like eliminates the demons like when you are giving the example of Lord Indra. Lord demons they already have liberated, right? Whoever he killed, they are thinking Dathavakra, Shishupada and all the people who were killed in front of the Lord during war, they all got liberated Sai Jamuki. Whereas Indra, he didn't kill Indra but he rectified it. Later he worshipped the Lord and after both the person. Otherwise, we'll stop here. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Thank you.